0: Hello, I'm Katie Mann, and welcome to a special edition of the Hearts of Fire podcast. Today marks the beginning of Catholic Sisters Week, an annual celebration that highlights women religious, their accomplishments, and their influence on society. And for today's episode, we will be joined by Blobbeld Dominican Sister Tari Ricard, as well as Sisters Jean Shari and Janine DeClue from the Dominican Sisters of Spark Hill to have a candid conversation about religious life. Before we get to our discussion, I'd like to remind you that whether you're watching this episode live or listening to it on a podcast, make sure to never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. We appreciate your support at the Hearts of Fire podcast. Now I'd like to turn it over to our moderator, Sister Jean Shari and guest Sister Terry Ricard and Janine DeClue. Hello all. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Sister Jean Sherry, the communication coordinator for the Dominican Sisters of Spark I'm happy to be moderating this annual event for Catholic Sisters Week with our Blovelt and Spark Hill sisters. Now, let's meet our panelists. Sister Terry
1: Ricard, please introduce yourself. Hi, Sister Jean. Great to be on the, the show with you and a little bit about myself. I'm a Dominican sister of, of Blovelt, New York. Uh, I've been a Dominican sister, I think it's over 35 years. I can't even believe <sighs> it. But 35 uh, fabulous uh, years. Um, I'm just coming off a, a year of sabbatical. I was in a, a one ministry, Renew International, for 20 years. So it was great to take a little break to kind of renew myself and uh, both personally and ministerially. And uh, so I was in Ireland. I walked the Camino through northern Spain. I was in the Holy Land, uh, came back, and now I'm a pastor associate at Holy Trinity, Roman Catholic Church in Westfield, New Jersey, and loving the people and, and the staff. And so it's, uh, God is good. Terrific. And welcome. Now, could you please
0: tell us what made you decide to enter religious life? Wow.
1: Um, thanks for asking that question. You, you, you have me thinking about it over the last couple of days. So it seems like a long time ago. But in some other ways, feels like yesterday. Um, for me, I, really, even uh, grammar school, high school, I had this sense of of call, that God was calling me to serve God and God's people in some way. So, um, and I was attracted to religious life. Uh, I always had that kind of spiritual seeker um, part of me. And so uh took some uh, ups and downs and in its uh, ends and out, uh, after college, um, I got engaged. Uh, I was teaching in a local public school, um, and I thought I had my life set. <laughs> and um, But there was just something there that I just couldn't go through with it. And um, then I, a- after that, I I joined, actually, I met uh, great, the Spark Hill Dominicans and uh, also, obviously, the Blauvelt, and very influential, Sister Sia La Pietra, very influential influential in um, finally making my decision to enter the Dominican Sisters. Um, So after college, then I went on to this parish mission team from Archdiocese of New York, and it was really transformative experience of living in community and going forth um, preaching the gospel. So it was from that experience that I said, I want to do this my whole life, I want to be a part of a community, and um, I want to speak a word, preach the gospel, and that's what really led me to the Dominicans because of Beautiful. the whole charism of preaching. Wonderful. So, um, I finally took the plunge, and here I am. Best decision I ever made. And we're all happy you're here. Thank you. Now, tell me this.
0: You've had some really interesting ministries. Can you just say a little bit about some of these ministries and how they relate to your congregation's uh, mission or charism?
1: Sure. Um, Actually, before I entered, I I taught for a couple of years in a public school. I I coached basketball, uh, soccer, volleyball, everything they had. Uh, And so when I entered, I really felt this call to preach, to do pastoral ministry, so that was my first ministry. I felt called to the to work in a multicultural community. So I lived and ministered in in the South Bronx in New York and um mostly Latinos, but also people from uh, Africa. Um so it was a, it was a fabulous experience for me, really being formed by the people that I lived and ministered with. So um did that for a while. Um a lot of social ministries that connected to that. We had a a food pantry, a um, homeless shelter, so that was um, that was just fabulous time in my life. Um, from there, I did some preaching ministry, parish missions, retreats, um, also formation ministry for my congregation, and then um, I had this opportunity to uh, minister at an organization called Renew International, um, which at the heart of it, it's about again connected with what I done or called to do, spiritual renewal. And what Renew does so well is gather people in small groups to hear the word of God and live it. So move people from being hearers of the word to be doers of the word. So to me, that's so connected to our Dominican charism of preaching the gospel and then going out and sharing it and living it. You know, our great saint, Jean St. Catherine of Siena, two feet, one, love of God and love of neighbor. And that was at the heart of uh, Renew's ministry. And now, as I said earlier, I'm, um, life goes around. Now I'm back in a parish, right. uh, which I'm really loving, the ministry of presence, the ministry of preaching, and um, just the whole meeting so many different people from doing things in the school for the littlest mm-hmm. to being part of of the uh, Rosary altar society, visiting mm-hmm. with them, visiting the sick. Um, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, it sounds I'm, like the personal I'm, connection is very integral to everything that you have been a part of. Yeah. It's all about relationship, right? So um, that's, for me, that's, that's the most important way. And if we're going to share the gospel, we have to be in relationship uh, with people and companion people in, in their, um, in their journey. Yes.
0: Now, Terry, you're having yes. a 32nd elevator pitch. You're on the way up on the elevator. Could you please speak about the
1: pros of religious life? Great. Well, I, you know, I've had these opportunities when you're on the plane and someone finally gets to what you do. And then I have to tell them a Catholic sister. That, oh, so what does that mean? So here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Um, I would say that if you want a life that is um, connected to others, being part of the community, a life that you, you meet fabulous people, um, that's full of opportunities to grow spiritually, um, then religious life is for you. Uh, if you. If you want to love and love many people, um, be in relationship with many. Then religious life is for you it's a great adventure it's a lot of trusting in God and and each other um and like I said before it's the best decision I ever made
0: you have me sold uh, <laughs> Thank you sister Terry now Thanks, when you. you look back on your religious life what are like some of the I there's so many but what are what are some memories that you you just hold dear? Yeah.
1: Mm. That's a hard question because I'm sure there's so many of them. There's so many, you know, these moments of being in ministry and being with somebody uh, when they're when they're dying or or being with um, people at some of the happiest times of their life and have the privilege to companion them. But I, I guess that when I look at my, particularly being a Dominican sister, uh, what comes to me is my my final vows, and it was on the Feast of Pentecost, you know, the power of the Spirit, celebrating the gifts. And what was so uh, memorable about it is I had obviously my congregation there. I had my family, my mom and dad, my my brothers, my sister, all my nieces and nephews, and then the people where I ministered. My first ministry, A Lady of Pity in the Bronx and Sacred Heart in Highbridge. They brought a couple of buses in and, wow, and we had music and um. Uh, Spanish and uh, people danced and both at the mass and at the party afterwards. Mm -hmm. So just a a great um, celebration of life and ministry. And it was a great way for me to celebrate my final commitment, pledging my life for my whole life to God, to the church and to uh, being a Dominican sister. Thank you,
0: Sister Terry. And going for and now we're going to bring in Sister Janine to ask some of these same great. questions too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. I have the pleasure of introducing you to Sister Janine DeClue, our Spark Hill Dominican sister, who's joining us for today's conversation. Sister Janine,
2: welcome. Thank you. And hello to everyone who's on this podcast. Um, I would my like name to sister,
0: God, introduce yourself. Yeah, my
2: name is Sister Janine DeClue, and I'm a member of the Convent of Our Lady of the Rosary, a Dominican sister, and it's in Spark Hill, New York. Actually, I'm from Missouri, and I'm uh, in Missouri right now in St. Louis, and that's where I've mostly spent my life and my mission. I'm one of five children. And um, I have two brothers, two sisters, and my heritage is uh, on my mother's side, I'm German, and on my father's side, I'm French. I've been a teacher in elementary school. I've been a campus minister. I've been a parish minister. I've been a director of religious education. And now I find myself in the position of being retired.
0: Sister Janine, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Tell me, what prompted you to enter religious life?
2: Well, when I think of that question and my decision, I have to go back to when I was a very young child. Um, My parents gave me a very strong foundation in being church and in knowing God. I used to love to go to mass and I loved to listen to all the stories about Jesus. And I found that I fell in love with Jesus. I liked what he talked about. I liked what he stood for. I had the same values that Jesus had. And I felt God calling me to that relationship to um, give, give God all my love so that I could bring God's love to people. And the church is uh, the way that gave me a way to do that through Religious Life, that um, I could give my life and not be alone, that there would be other people helping me uh, and striving for the same things that I was looking for. So I joined Religious Life, and even in times of doubt, I trusted that that was the way God wanted me to live my life. And it's been a wonderful, freeing, and full life for me.
0: Thank you, Sister Janine. Now, I know you just mentioned quite a long list of ministries to which you've been involved. Could you just speak about some of them and and how they related to the congregational mission?
2: Yes. um, Well, the congregational mission, everyone has a mission statement. Um, As I look at our founders and I think about how she reached out, she saw that there was a need and she saw that women and children in her time were uh, not being cared for. And she reached out to them and helped them. So even though if I was an elementary school teacher, um, I didn't, it wasn't necessarily the academics or the subjects that were important to me to teach the children, but it was how how to live and how to love God. And always to uh, reach out for those that are most in need. And one thing I know I taught throughout my whole life was the idea of inclusion, how Jesus included everybody. He never excluded anyone. And so that makes me know that that's how our founders would have reached out. And when I was a parish minister, again, it was. Um, I was able to reach out to the people and help them build a community. Um, and all the time that I was teaching, I was also learning. And so even with the children and their parents, I learned how to um, deal with the world issues and family dysfunctions. And with the uh, adults in parish ministry, I learned from them how to deal with dead areas in our lives. I was able to bring a sacramental life to these people. And all of that was uh, to me, a way of living the mission of our community to reach out to those that are most in need. And lastly, uh, when I was then a campus minister, I had this great opportunity of being with young people and working with their energy and working to prepare them to be good leaders. Um, again, it's it's lifting people up from where they are and being able to reach out to um, the, the people that are most in need throughout our, our world. So I feel like um, just even being now as I'm retired and sitting and, and maybe praying and having that contemplative time to look at world issues and to study them and to be involved with the Maybe it's the archdiocese and their social justice committees, um, just to be able to reach out to those that are most in need. Mm. And I feel like wherever I was, I could talk about or help people know what the truth is, act out of the truth and not be lost.
0: I know in our community, when people need help in St. Louis, you suddenly pop up and you're there. You just sort of pop in. So you have that ability that special charism.
2: Well, and my honor, my, you know, just my pleasure just to be God wherever I can be. To be there. So now, Sister Janine,
0: you have 30 seconds. You're on an elevator. Can you please give us your 30-second elevator pitch on the pros of religious life?
2: Yes, but I also want to um, have people remember that religious life is not a career choice. So that It's a call and a response. So not everyone is called. But if you have that urging or that curiosity, which I feel is from the Holy Spirit, this is my spiel to you in the elevator. You have only one life. We are in a new time and a new age, a time of great difficulty and great need. So go to your source. Soak in God's love and be willing to give it away. If you feel called to religious life, you will be freed. Join with other sisters to be a part in this great human justice cause. You will be the change our world needs. Ooh, beautiful. If
0: I was on the elevator with you, I would be sold. <laughs> Only if it's your choice. (laughs) Only if it's my choice. And so then that brings us to our final conversation point for today. I know you have many memories from your religious life, but can you just highlight a couple that have been really meaningful to you? And that will be our wrap-up.
2: Well, I have to share this because of Sister Terry. She'll be happy to know my memory of entering the uh, convent. We there were three of us from my high school, and we were um, we went early to New, to New Jersey uh, so that we could tour New York and see what it was like before we entered. And the people who were bringing us to Spark Hill did not know their way, so they stopped and asked directions, and they were directed to Bloodwell. So I went with my suitcase to the door, and we rang the bell, and the sister who answered asked us to wait just a moment, and a new person came, and she said, you know, we're not having anybody enter our convent today. We think you need to go to Spark Hill. So that was the first we knew that we were not in the right place, and we did get to Spark Hill, and I did become a D- Dominican of Spark Hill. Um, one, of, one of my memories is that um, that of support from day one, the day that I got to the convent, there was always someone there to support me. And even before that with my family allowing me to go and allowing me to be free to make my choices and supporting me in those. So the support is a great memory, years of support that I have. Um, The other thing is that, that of being connected, that religious sisters are connected all across the world. Um, you don't have to know each other personally, but once you're with another sister, you know that you belong and that you're connected in a special way. Um, I guess also that my memories also let me know that there's a lot more to come, that it gives me this courage to go on, that my memories are not, I'm not finished making memories yet. And I think that, um. For me, I understand that I am not just who I am, but I'm all the people who have known me and and loved me, and even those who failed to love me. They formed me into who I am today, and so um, you're a part of who I am. So I just um, have great memories, and I hope to um, make many more.
0: Thank you. Sister Janine, I can't thank you enough for coming today to share your story. We're very appreciative, and I wish you a happy Catholic Sisters Week.
2: Well, and I wish you the same, Jean. Thank you to everyone thank who you. watched us.
0: Thank you, Sister Janine, for that insightful conversation and for joining us today. We hope that you will join us for future discussions. Before we go, on behalf of the Sisters of St. Dominic of Blauvelt and the Dominican Sisters of Sparkle, I'd like to wish everyone a happy Catholic Sisters Week. Thank you.